Okay, this is my last chance to say this, so here we go. Welcome to the Women of Marvel podcast, where the women of Marvel assemble to discuss all things Marvel and more. I am Janine Schaefer, editor and talent scout. I'm Katie Kubert, uh, editor. I'm Judy Stevens, producer. Sana Amanath, editor. Emily Shaw, assistant editor. Yay! Janine, you did it! I made it, everyone. You, you made, made it. it! I can't believe that you're you're leaving Marvel. I and can't believe it either. I can't believe I'm stuffing my face with chocolate after I said I can. I'm, I I'm think giving we can up all dairy. Like literally yesterday, I was like, "That's wait, wait. it, guys. I'm off dairy." And then Judy walked in and was like, "Hey, I brought you these candies from South Africa," and I was like, "Awesome!" And then ate all of them. <laughs> I think that's a pretty appropriate way for you to. I'm stress leave. eating on my last week, basically. It's foreign dairy. It on forever. Count. You're just adding that adjective. <laughs> <laughs> stress eating. Last week you were just you know plain eating. Just regular eating. Like yeah, just mm-hmm. sitting on my desk eating. <laughs> That's it. I mean, yeah. what are we going to do when you're gone? No one is the person that eats all the time. I know. Someone else, one of you guys have I to think pick we us, all pick step us up. Please uh, yeah. the torch. If the torch. We're good. Yeah, it's, it's a hard job, but I think, you know, mm-hmm. I think we can manage it. <laughs> We're good. Emily and I have just been planning our, our comic cafe mm-hmm. uh, corner, which uh, we are collecting snacks for. So <laughs> if anyone wants to, to gather. Donation-based <laughs> snack collection. Uh, <laughs> essentially, to back up, Sana bought a coffee machine. Mm-hmm. Yes. That now we've built a whole culture around, although we don't have coffee yet. That is the crucial thing we're missing. But, but everything else is there. Snacks. And sugar, and sugar packets that we do, stole. Do you have a yeah. grinder? Because I have coffee that has been grinded. Oh, oh, yes. no, no grinder. First no donation. Grinder. Okay. Already Sorry. got one. <laughs> Uh, as we derail as usual, uh, Janine, uh, for those of you who don't know <laughs> and haven't figured it out, is leaving. She's leaving us for the sunny shores of Los Angeles. Yep. And we're all very angry about it. Yep. Um, I can't help but be upset at DC Entertainment for taking her husband. <laughs> so yeah. So for people who don't once know, again, <laughs> people who don't know, um, my husband Mark Doyle is the Batman Group editor. Um, Katie, you worked with him. I did. Over there. Yes, I did. Um, so uh, we have decided to make the jump. Um, so Mark is going to continue on with his job, and we're going to move to LA and. I'm gonna be amazing. <laughs> yeah, she's in the sun. going to Get spend a- time with her a beautiful, beautiful daughter, Margot. Yes, yes I am. Uh, Asana has also been emailing me like every other day lists of ideas for an Etsy shop that <laughs> yeah. I should open. <laughs> Oh, did Senna tell you about her her trade? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I won't say anything because yeah, don't it's steal patented. it anyone. It is. By yeah. It's by Senna. Yeah. <laughs> Made by Janine. It's going to be awesome. Yes, I I own ten percent of all of the love being yeah. put out in the world. <laughs> <laughs> it's mine. <laughs> um, but no, I think it's going to be great, and hopefully, Mar- Janine won't be completely leaving the Marvel family. Mm-hmm. Uh, We'll figure out ways, and we'll have more information on that. Yeah, I'll just be like skulking around. Yeah. <laughs> but we're not leaving until April, so I'm just gonna like keep coming in, <laughs> see, see random, if people notice. Yeah, random AR videos. Yeah. Hey guys, what's up? What's going on? What are you hey. doing? Hey. Showing up at the panels. Yeah. It'll be like a Where's Waldo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll just just be you there. Like, just pop up in the back. Yeah. You have to look for her though. Yeah. So um, this is always a pretty emotional thing when someone leaves Marvel because. So much of Marvel is like the family. Everyone gets along so well, and um, 
every time we do this, it's always like, okay, what reflecting back on your experiences here and you know what you've really taken from being an editor and now talent manager at Marvel and you know what what I mean, take us back to like your first day. I don't. I don't remember that. Make it up. Uh, Make it up. <laughs> no, I mean, okay, so I came over here. I had worked with Steve Wacker at DC, and he had come over two years before me. Two years, I think. And um, there was an opening here, and he called me and said, no, hey, do you want to interview? And I was like, yeah, totally. So I did. Um, and I ended up in an office with him. Um, I, I, I came over working as an associate for Tom Brevoort. Um so the office was me, Tom Brevoort, Steve Wacker, and Tom Brennan, who was Steve's assistant. And we were like, in, it was in the old building, and we were in a corner with no windows, hasn't changed. And like, <laughs> but it was like this hot office, like, uh, hot, like just small, sweaty office with the four of us all the way in the back. Mm-hmm. I wasn't near kind of like the bullpen area, because there, there were like two offices in the back with no windows, and then... There was like a whole open bullpen area of, of cubicles where basically everyone else was. And then it was like the four of us all the way in the corner. And so I, for my first like three months here, I don't think I talked to anyone other than the three other people that were in the office with me. And like maybe the interns talked to me. <laughs> but I didn't talk to anyone else because right. there was no reason to go and walk down, like up and down the aisle. So it was really weird. Like finally I started sort of venturing out there and really my first like interaction that I really remember with people in that bullpenny area was with Sana. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was because Sana basically like, g- like stepped into my path as I was going to production and was like, hey, hey, <laughs> hey, I'm Sana, how are you? <laughs> and she literally said to me later, I knew in that moment we were going to be best friends. Yes, <laughs> yes, it's very true. And it was awesome. And we like, that day we went out for coffee. Yeah. And then that was like it. There was just something about Janine's vibe that I was Sunday's like. really big on vibes. I'm very big on vibes. Is the thing. <laughs> Not to sound like a hippie. I'm kind of a hippie, but I was like Janine. That's my jam. Mm-hmm. As soon as I saw her. Um, no, so I that office was really fun, and I learned so much. So I had I had already I'd been at DC for four years before I came over here, but that office was amazing, with me and Tom and Steve and Tom. Um, well, you just dug up that that hero's office. Yeah, I sign. did. I did, and we put it on Tom Brevoort's office right now. It says, uh, "What is it? it?" Says Tom Brevoort. It says hero's office. Tom Brevoort, Stephen Wacker, Janine Schaefer, Tom Brennan. Right? Yeah. Yep. And we, so we just put it up again, just for a little bit. We also had a sign on it that said DC South because Steve and I were in the same office. Oh my god! <laughs> so we had that up, and then we tried to send. Um, we tried to send something over to the Marvel offices. I mean, over to the DC offices that said Marvel North. <laughs> but I don't think they put it up. Oh, <laughs> surprise. I don't, they, I don't think they put it up. Um, but no, it was that office was really great. I learned so much working with Tom. Um, he was amazing. Like, he does not stop. Like, he does, just... Still doesn't stop. No, he's like a train that... It's like coming through. <laughs> he, you know, he honestly taught me so much about just like getting, I almost said a word I can't say on this podcast, getting bleep done. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like it needs to get done. It's going to get done. You're going to stay here until it gets done. And then we're going to do it all again tomorrow. <laughs> um, 
Well, when I sent uh, that, so that, that here's office sign, when I sent it to, to Steve, and Janine knows this, but when I sent it to Steve, I said, took the pic- a picture of it, and I was like, oh my God, this is actually very sad. Like, yeah. it's literally everyone on this list gone, yeah. no longer, at least in the New York offices. Um, and Steve responded with, oh, Tom Brevoort is the cockroach of Marvel <laughs> comments. Yeah. I told Tom that, and he laughed. Don't yeah. worry, and everybody. Tom has a nicer way of saying yeah. that, which is like, <laughs> he will be there after everyone is gone. Like, he has yeah. survived so much. He's been here for so long, and he's just like, I'm just going to keep going. I'm just going to keep going until they kick me out, basically. Well, he just showed me um, a list that he put on the wall of, like, yeah. all the editors that have, like, I guess it's like a 90s editorial, like, department yeah. list. And he went through it and literally put X's on all the people that were near, which is the entire left packet, except for him. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, you want to see Cockroach? That's yeah. it. And I was like, oh, wow. It's, it's crazy. Tom, Tom has been here a while. Yeah. You know what's funny, too, about, I guess, when you left DC and came over to Marvel, guess who got your old phone? Who? I. I you did? did? I had your old phone. Yeah. And there was some, like, weird weird voicemail thing where I couldn't get your name off of it so yes. people would still call me and be like yes is Janine there I'm like no she, she doesn't work here anymore I'm like I had left by that point I had been gone for like four years mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah it was still on my phone well here's another thing is we would consistently check Steve's old voicemail at DC <laughs> because his phone just went into an office like I remember after he left they took his phone and just put it in an office like in an empty office somewhere. And so it was, <laughs> right, yeah. so it was just there. And so no one ever reprogrammed it. It never got reassigned to anyone. So his voicemail was still active. And so <laughs> periodically we would call in and check his voicemail and see like who was calling him and leaving they him They probably think that Steve is still working for <laughs> <laughs> They're like, we, Steve's not in that office? This like here when we used to laugh because when I went on maternity leave, they just took my computer and, ki- and kept it on. <laughs> And they just put it in a, in a oh, yeah. room <laughs> because they had to move it so that the temp who, who was here could right. move their computer to my desk. Mm-hmm. So they took my computer and like it was on and they just put it in an office. And yeah. I think it was with Lauren's computer who had also just recently left. And so I just couldn't stop imagining these two computers next to each other in an office by themselves <laughs> on. <laughs> just like sitting next to each other, uh, doing work, communicating, I don't know, dating? I don't know what they were doing. Probably dating, though. Yeah. I think they were hooking up. Yeah. Uh, so, so that was a great office to be in. Yeah. I really liked being in that office, and I learned a ton. And it was really a crash course in the differences between Marvel and DC also, to the point where after I had been here for a year, I literally could not understand how comics ever got out the door at DC because it was so different. Right. And that's not a knock on the way that DC does things. They just do things completely differently than we do, which is crazy because you'd think how many ways are, could there be to get com- like monthly superhero comics out the door, but it really was. I mean, you know. Oh yeah, definitely. They're so different. So I couldn't even fathom like how did I do? I don't know how any of this worked where where at DC like I don't know how I ever got a comic book out the door. It's crazy. But I'm supposed to like delete the DC part of your brain. Well, that didn't happen for a long time. It still doesn't happen. I I, I had a trigger word last week where I said it, and you're just like, oh god. I know. I I know. If if anyone's out there listening, if you say the word hot list (laughs) to any DC editor, they will look down in shame. Yeah. 
Just watch all what of the, the color bleed. It's, it's, it's exciting to Don't worry, about it. tell us more. <laughs> it's, it's, it's basically just a list of all the comics that are late. and It was um, sort of like a Lord why? of the Flies style meeting. Yes. That we would have weekly. <laughs> oh my yes. god, all the yeah. comics that are late? Yeah, it was yeah, like... Yeah, and you had to answer as to why. In like a room like, full of people and like maybe shunned. someone. And like maybe oh, someone yeah. would yell yeah, at Oh yeah, yeah, lots of shunning. But wow. It, wow. yeah, so if you ever want to embarrass <laughs> a uh, DC editor or make them look down with shame, just say the word hot list and watch them. Well, because it makes it has like such like positive connotations, you would think. Like, it does the hot seem list. like, like a I want to be on a hot list. No, no, you don't. no, 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 no. <laughs> the opposite. No, <laughs> I want to be on a hot list. Yeah. But anyway, attractive men to um. date me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, I, I can't help it. I just always take it there. You do. I just always. I can't. I, I gotta know. stop. I know. Yeah, I'm sure there are other hot no. lists that are much better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. So then, when um, so I was there for two years, I think, and then when John Barber left, um, I got promoted uh, to editor, and they moved me into the X office with Nick and Daniel, um, and that was super great. And I had a great time. I mean, Nick is one of my best friends, like Nick Lowe, and this is who I'm talking about, yeah. uh, who's now the uh, senior editor <clears throat> over on the Spidey books, mm-hmm. but at the time he was on all the X books. Um, and so that was awesome, and Nick became one of my best friends, and that, I mean, that's how it works around here, I feel like, you know, like you, we're all like a, a family in, like metaphorically and sometimes literally I mean I met Mark at work you know what I mean right, so right. Um, I don't know it, it was it was awesome so I loved being the X office also X-Men were as I have talked about many many times on this podcast my jam when I was a kid and so it was like every ounce of me was spending all of my time in comics working to get to the X-Men um, so I really felt that was the, when I felt like I had made it like capital M, capital I, you know, was getting into the X-Men office. And I was the Wolverine editor, and it was like the cool, every time I said, oh, uh, oh like MBD, um, you know, oh, what do you do? No, 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 I'm just the Wolverine editor. And I was like, what? That's awesome. I, I, like, I do oh, remember no, no. when you got moved over, everyone made fun of you how you said the word. Oh, Judy. <laughs> Uh, okay, so there was a day, and the, and lo, there came a day when I allowed said the word snicked, but I did not say snicked. I said snick it. And you know what? <laughs> and you know what? I'm gonna stand by it. I'm gonna stand by it because who, people say crazy things. People say crazy things. People say Magneto. Who are these people? They say it. There are like, people who say Magneto. It like happens. Like snick it at night or something. Snick it. And I like it. you know it. what? I didn't know how it was printed. No one had ever said it. I read these comics. It. It's not like I was re- reading them in, like aloud at a reading party with everyone. You know what I mean? Like when you're a kid reading comics, you're probably not maybe the most popular person around. <laughs> so it's not like you and all your friends are reading the comics together and you're like, hey, how do you pronounce this word? And someone is like, oh, snicked. So I don't know how everyone knew it was snicked except for me. Well, it was funny because that day Nick Lowe oh, went God, around Nick. the entire office. <laughs> he did. And was like, how do you pronounce, how do you pronounce what like Wolverine's claw, claw yeah. sound like? Yeah. Like every single <laughs> here's my favorite. Here's my favorite thing to actually have come out of that moment was, so Nick was going around and was dragging me from office to office. <laughs> also, here's the thing. So he went down to everyone's office, and then he went to Joe Q's office, who at that point, I hadn't had 
a ton of interaction with. Like I had talked to him a couple times and obviously he had interviewed me and it was awesome and I felt like we had a good rapport, but you know, he was Joe Q and, and I wasn't gonna just hang out in his office and like talk his ear off this about stuff. This is Joe Casada, the former editor-in-chief, now chief creative officer. Of yeah. Marvel. So he went into Joe's office and like was dragging me and he was like, uh, uh, hey Joe, how do you pronounce how, you know, the sound that Wolverine's claws make? And Joe was like, I, I, I don't know, snicked? And he was like, oh, well, you know what Janine says, snick it. And Joe was literally like, yeah, sure. <laughs> okay. And I was like, thanks, Joe. Thanks. I felt like in that moment he had my back. He had my back. And it was awesome. He did. They really care. Yeah. I feel like that was my first interaction with you because uh, uh, in the old office, like, you guys were so far away from, like, everyone else, and there were two floors. So my department very rarely, the, di- the digital par- department, will say, very rarely ever, like, talked. The only time was when we would give tours and we would show the, like, windowless offices. Yeah. And take <coughs> random celebrities down there. Yeah. And then when we, we moved... celebrity tourings even back then? Uh, yeah. Kenneth Branagh came into our office, and I was on IM with my mom at the time. And he, like, was walked into the yeah. office, and he was like, oh, hello. You know, oh, hey, Kenneth. Or whatever he said, Ken. I don't know what he said. <laughs> and I was literally like, th- like going like, oh hi, nice to meet you, and like type, 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 like, oh Jane, Kenneth is standing in front of me. And my mom was like, what, 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 like freaking out. And I, my face was, I believe, a mask of cool professionalism. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like it. Yeah, yeah. Tori Amos had come in. Oh, that's right. And I, I lost my. Mine. <laughs> they probably thought like they probably came to this office and offices and they're like, um, those offices. Do were they terrible. make movies here? Like, I'm I'm sure that they were convinced that we oh, have no money. I'm sure. Oh. I'm sure when you come to our like, office, you still think that we make no, movies here. No, at least uh, no, no, no. The offices is, now are like yeah, beautiful, yes, luxury offices yes. compared to where we were, and not a knock on anything, but those offices were. No, they had Why seen aren't better you days. Why are knocking it? You should knock it. But they had seen better days. <laughs> they, that's true. We'll head. just say that. Didn't one of one of you guys? I don't know whose offices. They had a fake picture of a window. That was us. Yeah. That was us. Yes. We had that. That we always we always took people by that room so we could show off your fake window. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not to say that we have windows in our offices now. We don't. But like. There's less dust balls. We I have sunlight. But yeah, there's sunlight that comes in, like because the front of our offices are glass, so you yeah. can see them, and they're nice. But the, those offices were, they had, they were tired. We'll yeah. call it that. Yeah. They had done their duty many years before, mm-hmm. and they were still in use. They're probably, like, these celebrities probably wondering why they needed, like, why they decided to come to the offices. Yeah, it There's definitely. literally nothing. We had a fish tank upstairs. That was the Namor room. Yeah, well, yeah, in the Namor room, that's right. We had used to have a danger room. room. Do you Upstairs remember the danger room? The danger room was where chairs went to die. Yes! <laughs> yes! And you would sit on them, and actually it was like Russian roulette. Maybe you were going to sit in a chair that was going to dump you on your well, ass. Maybe not. All of the chairs are competing. Yeah. In that room. Yeah. <laughs> Someone <laughs> died from survive. Yes. yes. Duh. And there was like a, re- they had access to the roof in that room. <laughs> that's so- right. That's right. You could see, yeah. Yeah. That was That's a crazy room. I don't remember the Namor room at all. It was upstairs. By Janiel, like by the, the the welcome desk or whatever, receptionist yeah. desk. Oh, that's right. It yeah. had an actual fish tank. Yeah. Yeah. An actual fish tank. You, usually if you, were an, if you were an intern and you were being interviewed for an internship, that's where we would take you because it was literally right by the receptionist desk. So we, you didn't get to see anything. Yeah. <laughs> so. Right. 
Well, that's where we everyone kind of gathered during the Disney announcement when Bob Iger came over and he was like saying like, "Oh, so excited, blah blah." God, I but, barely remember. That. Do you remember? I that? was so far away from where Bob so, Iger well, so was, was standing. I. I think Bob Iger was like, "What are these offices? <laughs> <laughs> what is going on?" Like everyone was like, "I heard him, but it was so." I think he was by the fish tank. The nicest part of that, that was office. so loud. Ago. I know. So Isn't that it's pretty crazy. crazy? There's two people in this room that are just staring at us. Yeah, they're like, I know, sorry I guys. Know. You guys are making it sound great. I <laughs> wish I had experienced the danger room and the fish tank. I am very jealous. <laughs> yes, it's very exciting stuff. Um, as we sit in a green room with boxes. I know. Yeah, it's not a room that will have a blood right here, guys. Let's be real. This is actually where I think where the chairs go to die, actually. This I is think it's just room. nice because everyone's so like, oh, I wish I could see the Marvel offices, or oh, can I get a tour, or I can't wait to see. I'm like, no, you're really not missing anything. There's yeah. really nothing to see. Yeah. There's but offices, and we all look smiling sad. faces. I think, it's, I think it's just the tour that you get. Like, you know, it's... if. I, we always make sure that when we bring someone by, if they're celebrities or not, to make sure that one of you guys gives them a yeah. how-to, how got comics get made. Because even for, like, me, who have worked here for eons, still seeing the pencils or the inks of the, orig- oh. of the original art is, like, stunning. Well, that's the fun part. The tour is not seeing the offices because they look sad and depressing. The fun part is seeing, hey, this is a comic before it gets printed. Yeah. Yeah. And also the rooms, our conference rooms are very cool. They're all named after characters. That's it's just really good art, and there's lots of statues around. pretty impressive, I would say. Yeah. yeah. And you and if you take the near creative services, there's a lot of cool, like... The uh, Iron ex- Man stuff. Yeah. Iron Man is cool. Yeah. I, I think that there's some pretty, like, pretty amazing stuff. If you guys follow our Twitter or Tumblr, you'll see some of the stuff that celebrities will post when they're here. Um, that sometimes we'll see if we go to the other side of the office. Yeah, maybe we should put it on our uh, Women of Marvel Instagram. That's true. So speaking of celebrities, let's talk about some of my favorites. Let's go on a celebrity tour. Is this? I was going to ask is about your tour. high points at Marvel. Clearly, it's just when the random celebrities. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> more fulfilling things, but like doing a podcast with Benedict Cumberbatch yeah. and Stephen Moffat was pretty amazing. I think and, that's probably one of your high points. Yeah. And Marvel. Benedict Cumberbatch slash life kissed yeah. me on both my cheeks. I'm just going to say he was wearing suspenders. Did that happen? And he was wearing some amazing suspenders. He was. <laughs> and uh, I I walked around. Uh, people were like, you look stunned. Like, I walked around, like, stunned for the rest of the day after that happened. Because so, I had been keeping a lid on, I was like, I am going to be a professional woman. And I am going to ask him thoughtful questions. And it's going to be amazing. And we're going to have a great interaction. And it's going to be over. And he's never going to think of me as, like, the crazy fangirl who asked him crazy stuff and acted like a lunatic and so I had been I think it was like a morning it was like four hours of me keeping such a leash on it that when he was like oh you know it was so lovely to meet you and like shook my hand and then like just just like gave me a kiss on the cheek and then the other one and I was just like shell-shocked like I don't even know what I said I think I was just like uh why didn't you just keep holding on I like don't know what happened. Like hugged me, I, just I wasn't in there. control. I wasn't in control at that point. I don't know what happened. So you weren't actually thinking, hey, maybe by the end of this day he'll fall in love with me and I'll leave Mark for him. No. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Mark, I love you. <laughs> um, no, but that was awesome. And they were really great to talk to, and that was super fun. And that was one of the things. Like, I remember when Ryan Panagos came down and was like, okay. And he, he said to Nick and I, like, okay, you guys are really big. Sherlock and Doctor Who fans, yeah. um, you know. So, if if you want, 
you guys can do the podcast with them. And I think Nick was just like, oh, yeah, that would be so great. And I was just like, like fell on the floor. <laughs> and then got back up and was like, yeah, 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 no. I, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they were the first big celebrities Blake booked after he started here. Because I remember not believing that Blake could get any celebrities. <laughs> and <laughs> Blake, if you actually listen to this, I believe that you can get us celebrities. Um, and I remember like, hey, they're going to be in town for this thing. Can you get them? And then they went from like, yeah, they can come by. They can do a phoner to they've got 30 minutes to they have two hours. Yeah. That was like, and literally, we, we literally had two hours with them walking around. And I, your feelings are my feelings. It was the greatest. Yes. It was the when greatest. When was this? It was It was a long time ago. Damn it. He, at least four years ago. He literally just had walked off the set of Star Trek, so we couldn't talk about Star oh. Trek. Them. That's how long ago this was. Yeah. yeah. Okay. This was also like right when, I think before the world knew Benedict Cumberbatch was. It was like right before he kind of exploded. Yeah, Yeah. it was like, Mm -hmm. he was doing Sherlock. I think it was only season one at that point. Yeah. No, it was two. Season two Two. was just starting. Starting, It hadn't aired in the States. Nobody knew who he was except for like four or five people like at Marvel. Yeah. So like when he came, he looked great. He He did look great. great. Was he blonde? Did he have the blonde hair or did he have black hair? No, he had the dark hair. Yeah. And Stephen Moffat was also there. Sorry, Mr. Moffat, Sorry. if you're listening to this. I also was very impressed to meet you, and it was really, really lovely chatting with you. But Benedict Cumberbatch kissed me on both sides. Yes, I know. Yes. He didn't, Stephen didn't do that. No. Like, do you have any other celebrity highlights? Uh, Tori Amos was awesome. Meeting Tori Amos was awesome. To the point where I don't actually really remember meeting her because I was so... That was a long time ago. I was so... But I, I don't remember what I said. I remember her standing in my office... And being so wonderful and, like, really listening and, like, making eye contact and asking questions. Yeah. And I don't remember anything that I said. I don't remember any interaction that we had. And when she left the office, I was literally like, guys, was I a human? Like, what did I say? What happened? And Nick was like, you did great. You did great. Everything's okay. Well, that's what happens when a lot of these celebrities now, like, and, you know, it's great. We, we do get a lot of celebrities who come into the offices and whatever. And it's like editors piled on top of each other, and as soon as they show up, we're like, ah, ten hut. Like we have to be like, oh, we are professionals. Yes, why? Well, of course, this is totally normal. And we, and I keep thinking I'm like concentrate so hard about everything that I'm doing when I'm talking to them that I have no idea what's going on. Yeah. Like if they ask a question, like it's really, really nerve wracking to pretend you're like a normal and cool human being. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and, and Chris, uh, Chris, when Kristen Shaw came in, yeah, that was awesome. She yeah. was so nice. Yeah, she, she was, was so amazing. Nice. Yeah. She was super. She was super, super excited to be here. And again, like, asked really thoughtful questions and seemed to be really enjoying herself. That was an amazing interaction also. I was so excited to meet her. Uh, And let's not forget Lil Bub. Oh, my God. That's right. That's right. (laughs) Let's not forget Lil Bub. The only time we've ever got a celebrity animal in here. Probably the last time ever. Awesome. We should talk about our, uh, our San Diego experience at, I forget what party it was. A GN party? I think so, yeah. Oh, okay, so uh, then, so the cast of Doctor Who was there, and it was, um, um, it was Karen Gillan and Matt Smith and Arthur Darvill were there, and I was like, oh my god, it's the cast of Doctor Who. I'm like real nervous, like I would love to meet them, but I don't want to be a weirdo. And Sonam was like, oh, well, I mean, we'll just walk up to them and tell them that we work in Marvel. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, why, I don't, how do we do that? And because Sonam has never seen Doctor Who, yeah. so she was kind of like, I have no stake in this. Like, I don't care <laughs> if they think I'm a weirdo, it doesn't matter. 
So like, <laughs> let's just go say hi. Like, let's just go hang out. And I was like, this is, this is not going to work. That's a crazy thing. It's not going to work. So she was just like, well, I'm going. So peace. And just like walked over to them. I was like, hey guys, you know, how are you? We work at Marvel. Love to sit down and chat. And they were like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Pull up, pull up a chair. And then we ended up just like hanging out with them <laughs> for a couple of minutes. And then Senna was like, ooh. It's like Richard Madden from Game of Thrones. Bye. And, <laughs> and then left me there. And I didn't have my wingman. And I felt like a real weirdo. And like I think my face went like like really red and then like really white and then really red again because I didn't know what to do with myself. And so I sort of like wrapped that up and just was like, well, it was really nice to meet you. Like backing away slowly. Really, really nice to meet you. And then Karen Gillan was so lovely. She was like, you know, do you want a photo? And I was like, I really do. I really do. <laughs> So that was really nice. That it, was fun. It, there was a series of conventions that Sana and I got sent to together for like two years. We went to every convention together, and we were like the convention sisters. Yes. It was a lot of fun. And that was really, really fun. I don't know how it happened that we kept getting sent to the same conventions, and it was super fun. Do you remember that? I think that year at San Diego was the year that we were joking it was your bachelorette party the yes. entire weekend. Yes. Oh, yeah. you were married. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> That was really Just fun. Just an excuse to drink more and do crazier things. And then yeah. I dragged you to Anaheim at Surrey. Which was also super fun. Judy and I playing Dance Dance Revolution at like 3 o'clock in the morning. And it was super, super fun. Yeah. Is that the Chicago one? That, no. No, the, that was in Austin? It was, yeah, it was Houston. Houston oh. And that was when you got introduced to the horse head. Yes. The horse heads, you guys. This is like a thing I had never seen. I feel like such an old lady. Like, all the kids know about it. Those horse heads that you wear, and you're just like a normal person, oh, but then okay. you're wearing I'm a like, weird horse head mask. Yeah, I was like, what are you talking about? I'm like, okay, no horse head mask, okay. I, I, I have no idea what you're talking about. And I, for the record, am the youngest person in the room, so. <laughs> <laughs> You've totally seen this. At cons, people wear plastic masks they just of, like, horse weird. It's just a, it looks like a stunned horse okay. head. Yes. I mean, I, I believe you. Do you, I did you, did you ever see that video of, of, like, it was, like, Sandy or it was one of the, like, hurricane things and, like, the reporters were outside, like, reporting oh, on the weather. Yeah. And the guy kept horse running guy. by with a horse head on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> did not know that was part of the it's culture, but cool. It's a thing. Yeah. Continue. So if you have pictures of horse head things, yeah. uh, <laughs> you should send them to Janine. Please. What's your Twitter, Janine? At uh, J9Schaefer. Please send them to me. Let's see it. So one last thing. Yeah. Um, what would you say for people who have, ex who are kind of curious to know about how to do what you do, like what is or what you've done rather? Uh, what's your advice? Oh, what? Yeah, it's real. This is real intense. <laughs> it's I'm not heavy. Real questions. Yeah. Uh, oh God, I don't know. I mean, okay, so. I spent a long time, I think, uh, double-checking myself, you know, like, okay, so I can't tell you how to get in the door. I don't know how that works. Everyone has a different way of getting in, mm -hmm. um, and I really do believe that if you want to work in comics, there's a way for you to do it, and you just have to, you just have to do it. I know that doesn't, isn't very useful advice, but there are networking, you know what I mean? Making your own comics if that's what you want to do. Constantly creeping on like monster.com and you know the Disney website and the Warner Brothers website and you know seeing if there are job openings. 
you know, if you want to go for the smaller publishers, you know what I mean? Like, just making connections there and saying, like, hey, how do I get my foot in the door? Like, how, however you can do it, I can't really tell you how to do that because everyone got in a different way. And I, But I do believe if you want to do this job, you can do it. Um, but I think it's staying in, right? Like, I think staying in is just as difficult as getting in. And I think for a long time, I double-checked myself a lot, and I kind of... I didn't, um, at the beginning, I didn't let my own voice be heard soon enough. I kind of was okay to go along with what everyone else was doing, and I sort of subsumed a lot of ideas, but is that the word? I don't know, you guys get it. Like a lot of the ideas about how comics should be from other people around me, and I think it took me too long to decide what I wanted comics to be and like how I thought comics could be and what I could do to get them there. Um, but I don't, I think that there's less uh, barriers to that now. And mm -hmm. I think that, I, this is what I say, like don't get up from the table. Like people are gonna come in and they're gonna look at you and they're gonna think, oh, you know, this person is new, they're at the table. I want, I need their seat because I've been here longer. Don't get up, who cares? Like don't get up, yeah. sit there and, and do your thing and have a point of view and don't be afraid to talk about it. Um, I look back at the things that I've done here, like the books that I've worked on that I'm so proud of, and some of them are, I look at them and they're like, some of them are huge messes, but I think that I still think they're all so important. You know, some of them turned out exactly the way I wanted them to, and some of them turned out like never, not even close to the way that I wanted them to. But I think I'm, I'm really proud of everything that I've worked on. Maybe like 95% of the things that I've worked on. Like, let's be real. You know, because I do think a big part of this job, too, is understanding the things that you just have to get through because that's what you do. And, and you, you choose your battles, and this is, this is the thing that I'm going to do because it needs doing, and maybe it's a project for someone, and it's not for me, that's fine. It's going to get out into the world, and it'll sink or swim. And then there's the stuff that you do, and you're like, this is amazing and important, and... You know, doing girl comics was one of the greatest things I worked on. I was so proud of that book. Um, I'm so proud of what we did. I'm so proud. Mm -hmm. I mean, that we're sitting here now doing the Women of Marvel podcast. You know, and at the time, that was like, that was a big deal. Saying like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna do this thing. We're gonna start this Women of Marvel initiative, and we're gonna see where it can go. I mean, and look, they had been doing Women of Marvel panels and there had been a lot of Women of Marvel stuff. It's not like yeah. I invented that because I didn't and that's not what I'm saying. Yeah. There are, have been amazing women who worked here that built all of this stuff that I was able to walk up. You know what I mean? Like they created a staircase for, sure. for the rest of us to kind of come in and add a, add a stair and, and fix a stair and you know what I mean? Like get, get to the next level. Um, but I'm so proud of Girl Comics, and I don't know, I really feel like that was the beginning of of a big sea change here. I also think that you, you know, you are one and have been one of the most, you are the senior most woman in ed editorial. I don't know if that, that phrase is correct <laughs> in the way that it's used. Well, technically <clears throat> Jen Grunwald is. Oh, that's right. Well, Not even technically. Jen Grunwald is. She's she is. been here for 11 years. But in terms of the space, in terms of the content creation, and what Jen Grunwald does is sort of in a, in a it's an editorial, but it's sort of a different department in that sense. But um, 
being sort of at the front lines of creating this content and working with these creators to start pushing more sort of, you know, women branded content for Marvel, that's how I got to know you was mm-hmm. with the girl comic stuff and us doing the women of Marvel pan- panels together. And um, it, you should be really proud of yourself. You really accomplished a lot. And so much of it, all of this has been spearheaded by your sort of excitement and encouragement. And, you know, that's something that you're going to have. And people should know how much behind the scenes stuff that Janine, Janine has done and will continue to do. Um <laughs> But it's it's really, really important in a time where, you know, we were at uh, some, where we were at a turning point in terms of how many people were, how many women were reading comics and aware what, of what Marvel was doing, and we happened to sort of capture that. Um, and a lot of it has to do with your work, and I, I, you need to know that. And I think I it's so. important, especially on your, your second to last day. I know, it's And your really last crazy. Women of Marvel podcast. Um, so... We salute you, oh, and we love you. Thanks. I love you guys. This is really where I found my comics family, and it's very bittersweet yeah. to leave. I've met so many people that I love, and a couple that I don't love. <laughs> <laughs> joking. I'm just kidding. No, but um, I'm doing that because I'm going to cry, so that's why I'm trying to make a joke out of Her it. Her eyes are getting red. We see it. <laughs> um, no, I met so many people that I really love and respect, and... Um, the people that I've gotten to talk to, uh, I waited, a, I, like for example, I waited a really long time after uh, working with Brian Bendis before I sent him, like, I was like, okay, and now here's my fangirl email. Because <laughs> I couldn't believe that I was getting to work with Brian, who I had admired for so long, and I loved Powers. I had read every issue. I loved yeah. so much of the work he had done. And especially uh, on Powers with Dina, who is one of my all-time favorite female characters ever. Um, so getting to work with him was amazing. And that's how I feel about so many people. Like, there are so many times where I was like, I cannot believe that I'm working with this person. Yeah. I can't believe that I'm working with this person. And that they're listening to me. You know what right, I mean? Right, right, That my ideas are valid. I can't believe I'm getting in a fight with this person. That I... Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is... Uh, I've had a lot of jobs, and this is the best job I've ever had. The best industry for as flawed and messed up as it can be. And we are not perfect. Um, but I'm so proud of everything that, that I've done here. You should be. It's pretty great. And I'm really sad, you guys. Well, you're not going anywhere, really. You're going to be with us in our hearts (laughs) forever and ever (laughs) and ever and ever. It's not like you can turn this stuff off. This is part of who you are. It's not like you're going to stop being, you know, a warrior at the forefront of getting more women in comics movement. This is not not the end. It's just you're going to be doing it in a different way. Yeah. Which may even be better, you know. Maybe you'll be getting things you didn't even think of, or or getting to getting to new readers, getting to new creators that you didn't even think you possibly could. Yeah, 
that's a good way to think of it. Thank you, Katie. You're welcome. I, I still hate I, Los Angeles, though. I, <laughs> <laughs> still, I'm still mad. I know. They'll just be a lot tanner. Yeah. That's fine. Oh, no, nope, she won't. No, she won't. <laughs> Not no. me. She'll be under every single shade possible. <laughs> I'm already storing up all of my sunblock like a squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I feel, I, I feel bad for Mark because I feel like all of my hoarding has been relegated to this office instead of our home. Um, so now, sorry, babe. I'm gonna bring it all home. Like my, our home office is gonna be a mess. Like whatever I decide to do, it's just gonna be papers, guys. I spent probably a half an hour shredding documents. Oh you my God. Saw, right? I mean, you saw the stacks of papers. It was intense as I cleaned out my desk. So. Oh God. Which still, P.S. Yeah. It just looks like my desk in there. It's pretty similar. Cleaner. There is a desktop which I hadn't seen before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Katie has been here for six months. Literally, has not seen the top of my desk. Yep. So it's there. It exists. It is there. Uh, so I'm impressed. Good job. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. So and thank you, you guys. This has really been awesome, and I think that. It's just going to get better and better. And the Women of Marvel stuff is going to be awesome. And it's going to take over the world. And I'm going to be really proud of you. And I have to stop. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, we want you to cry. I also bet. You know like what? I'm not, I'm not ashamed. How dare you? I'm not ashamed. I'm not ashamed. No, we I am passionate. Here. I, I am like passionate. It. Don't worry, Sato will cry karaoke tonight, I'm sure. I'm going to be crying after you leave, like every day. <laughs> it's going to happen, and Sana, don't even do it. Sana IM'd me this morning, which we just literally started IMing with each other, like, last week. Sana IM'd me this morning just, hey, and I was like, hey, and she was like, nothing, I'm just training you to answer my IMs. <laughs> Get used to it. Um, well, so where can... For, for people who love Janine Shaver, like myself, and everybody in this room, where can we find you if we would like to get in touch slash stalk you? Uh, well, you can definitely still find me on Twitter, uh, at Janine Schaefer. Um, right now, I guess that's my, that's my place. Um, I'm thinking about starting up a blog of some sort, um, but I haven't really figured that out yet, because as everyone who knows me knows that my blessing and my curse is... I wait until the very last second and start everything. I, and then I do, I do as the famous meme goes, all of the work while crying. So <laughs> uh, I don't know where that is going to be yet, but I'm sure I will announce it there if anyone is interested. We're all interested. So. <laughs> oh, well, I guess that wraps it up. I know. I'm like, just ke keep talking. Like, maybe it just won't be over. But the <laughs> listeners are like, what is this going to be over? Jeez, boys. Judy will, we can keep talking. Judy will just Judy's edit like, us yeah, down. Judy's like, yeah, that sounds great. Judy's like, this is over. There's like a moment where all the uh, talking just ends abruptly. <laughs> and it's just me going, Marvel, your universe. <laughs> well, you know, maybe we'll have you on as a guest in the, in the future. I would love that. I would love that. I have, I have stuff to say, don't worry. <laughs> Women of Marvel Hall of Fame. Oh, thanks. We're inducting you just doing it right now. Yes. Hey, I have one more thing to say, and then I'll let everyone leave. Finally, I'll stop keeping you all prisoner. Um, I want to say thank you to, uh, I've gotten um, over the years amazing tweets and emails from uh, fans out there who have either read a book and loved it, read a book and hated it, 
you know, liked what we were doing with the Women of Marvel stuff, loved what we were doing with the Women of Marvel stuff, but thought we were doing it wrong, and so they wanted to offer us advice. Like, just at all of it, though, I love, I love it. I love that we have such passionate fans who um, want to reach out and interact with us, and it's been really awesome hearing from everyone over the years, and today I've gotten a lot of great uh, tweets from from fans, and it, it makes me feel like, oh, I people did know. People did see the thing yeah. that I did and, and cared one way or the other, and that's really exciting. And um, every at the end of every Women of Marvel panel, getting to talk to fans who would come up and just want to like talk about stuff, it was really mm-hmm. amazing and inspiring. And, and I find all the work that everyone out there does incredibly inspiring. Um, so my new life is going to be scary and different. But I'm excited about it, and uh, uh, I'm going to keep being inspired by by all of you out there. So thank you. That was great. Thanks. Thank I meant you, it from my heart. We love you. I love you guys. I think we'll end it on that. Yeah. Okay. Thanks yeah. for listening, everyone. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. This is Marvel, your universe.